Hey, welcome back to the Addicted to Healthy podcast, your one-stop destination for all things health and a kick-ass life. I'm Laurence, certified nutritional practitioner and health coach and the host of the Addicted to Healthy podcast. So before we get into the episode today, just want to mention that I do have my PCOS weight loss webinar coming up on the 27th, so this Wednesday at 5 p.m. PST. If you want to register, it's totally free. Just check out my website, laurence-anez.com forward slash weight loss and you can sign up there and you'll get all the details on how to join the live training we're going to go through holistic remedies what are the root imbalances that are involved with weight loss and pcos and why you may not be seeing the results that you want so definitely come join me then it's going to be a really cool training otherwise today i have crystal on the podcast an empowerment coach and life balancing strategist so she's all about helping busy women reduce their stress by elevating their food feelings and fitness so we're going to talk all about stress what it looks like how it shows up how it's damaging and how you can really start to manage your stress and overcome anxiety naturally so super excited for this let's get started so welcome crystal to the podcast i'm so excited to have you here today thanks for having me i'm so so excited to be here So you work as an empowerment coach and a life balancing strategist, correct? Yes. That's what I'm all about. I can't wait to hear all about that because I don't think I've had somebody with that title here before. So very intrigued, very interested. Um, But you specifically help working women reduce their stress by elevating their food, feelings, and fitness. So we're going to get into that, specifically stress today. But first, I'd like you to share your story, where you started, and how you ended up where you are today. Yeah. So let me make this like a super condensed version because we didn't really got time for that. Right. Um, essentially like I've been on a a long health journey that started when I was like three years old and, um, I used to get strep throat. I got it 14 times within a two year period. So between the ages of like two and four, and it was correlated with every time my mom would leave for a business trip, I would end up with strep throat. So think about that. I'm having a response to a stressor in my life that's manifest that's manifesting physically in my body. Okay. So I encountered that at a really young age and ever since then kind of been really interested in health and did different therapies and worked with a ton of different holistic doctors. And um, I have an anxiety story in the sense of when I was six years old, I totally had a panic attack, never realizing that I had anxiety until about 2012. So throughout my entire childhood and adolescence, I was never deemed as an anxious person that never came up. I was a germaphobe and I was a hypochondriac and I was all these things, but I was never anxious somehow, some way. Um, I was fearful. I wasn't anxious. That's what nobody labeled me as, which, you know, I do think is a blessing because I would take labels to heart in a sense, especially during those time periods. And so, you know, when you're anxious or, or stressed, there's a lot of different things that kind of happen. And so I, in 2012, got hit with a ton of fear and got to the point where I was having these anxiety attacks where I couldn't even like leave my apartment sometimes, or I would just shiver and shake. And I had to cancel plans with my best friend and stuff like that. And so I started to realize that stress was really having an impact on me, especially in 2012 when I was graduating from college and a lot of other things were happening. And then after that, while working in the actual day, like working world, um, I also saw how stress was impacting me and it, I decided to do a pole fitness competition. So I was training three days a week 
for three hours or more whilst working my nine to five. And, um, one of the nights my partner had to tell me, he was like, look, I don't know if I can still be with you really because of all of the stress that you're putting on yourself and us and, and you're not really nice. Right. So I would take all the stress and pressure that I would put on myself and I would also take it out on the people around me. So when it comes to stress, you know, we have quite the relationship, but, um, in 2016, so fast forwarding just a little bit more, my, I started to get to a place again where I, well, 2016, I just finished a bodybuilding competition. I wasn't feeling well. I knew my stomach was kind of messed up. So I saw a functional medicine doctor, et cetera, and got a whole bunch of different type of blood work back. And then it wasn't until 2018 that I kind of started to connect and connect some dots. And I went to a new functional medicine doctor and he was just kind of like, well, no duh, you feel so stressed and have anxiety and have crazy thoughts. Like look at your amino acids, look at your, all these other blood works and part your B12 level and, and things like that. And he was just like, yeah, part of it's physical, right? So there's an emotional component and then there's a physical component of it. And he was like, your body doesn't have all the right nutrients, like no duh. So that for me was really powerful. And so I've just spent the last year working my butt off and changing my blood work in the sense of making myself feel 10 times better and really heal myself in a lot of different ways. But for me, the reason why I'm so passionate about stress is because of what it can do to the body. And also, I don't feel that a lot of people are aware of the fact that their physical body might be making them feel stress. You know, a lot of times I feel like we think it's just our emotions. And that's what I believed for so long, especially being somebody that was in therapy at eight years old, right? Like, what is wrong with me emotionally? What, you know, why am I this way? What's happening emotionally? Why can't I change my thoughts? Blah, blah, blah. I know all this knowledge. And it's like, actually, from a physiological standpoint, part of my stress is there. And it was like just such a relief. So super long-winded answer, but. Oh my God. I have so many things to say. <laughs> so you also, I just want to mention, did you have an experience of when you were 15, when you found a lump in your breast? Yes, I okay. did. So when I was 15, I found that I had a benign tumor. Um, of course, whenever you find a, a lump in your breast, you don't know whether it's benign or not until you get a biopsy. So at 15, I was definitely going through the scares of like, my God, well, what if it's not benign? Mm -hmm. um, what is this? And just having a ton of fears around that in itself. And then I ended up having surgery to get that out. But, you know, that snapshot in my life of going through that, and this is what I truly want people to know is like, when you stress or worry or assume or come up with these stories in your mind and think about all the different possibilities and all of these things, it's not serving you. It's impacting your body in such a negative way. And it's like, you don't have to have that stress, right? Like you're doing that to yourself. And so at 15, if I can go back in time, if I could have just been 15 and figured out, like learned whatever I did and just kept going about my day and not have spent so many hours of just dreading and being fearful and assuming and talking and all those things. Like I would have just had 10 times, like all these hours back in my life. And the best part about it is that it was benign anyway. Right. So it was like wasted time. So, and that's something that a lot of us do now too. Like we just waste our time for scenarios that end up working out. And one of the things that we could do better is instead of thinking about all the things that could go wrong, we can just keep on envisioning it going right and just manifesting what we want to have as the outcome or just kind of like being neutral about it and acknowledging the fact that something is going on, but 
using our mind to think about other things that just make us feel good. I'm obsessed with everything you just said. I totally agree. But I know it can also be hard because we, you and I both know we've been through like a lot of stress in our lives too, lots of health struggles. But yeah, it can definitely be difficult uh, to address that specifically when you're in that moment. But at first I want to address really what stress looks like and how it can show up because I think, as you mentioned before, um, it can obviously be very obvious when you are stressed out you're like okay I'm stressed out like I'm having a panic attack I'm like super anxious but like sometimes it's not that obvious or it can be like chronic and you don't really realize that you're under stress so for you what does stress really look like and how does it show up in our lives so for me stress is that feeling of I can't stop right? It's like, I have to keep going. I have to keep going. Like something in me is like, go, 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 go. Like, don't take a break. Just power through this. You got this, you got this. And it's almost as if like, I'm not breathing. Like I'm not catching my breath. I'm breathing shallowly. Um, it also could be feeling upset when I eat, as you know, eating in a stressful state does not aid our digestion. And so then we don't chew well enough. And so we just feel a little bit of discomfort. So I'll know, like I, I can eat foods and I'm very sensitive. So there might be a food that bothers me, but if I eat slowly, it won't bother me. So it's not necessarily the food, it's really how I'm eating it. It also for me can be headaches. So, or like um, clenching my jaw, right? That'll be it. And then the headaches can come from like tight shoulders. So a lot of times when I go back to work on a Monday, I will just sit at my desk and work away and then... I'll have a headache at the end of the day, right? It can also be um, like your skin breaking out. That's another one that's pretty big for me. My skin will break out. It can also be uneasiness in my stomach, not from a digestive standpoint, just from like a like bubbly, you know, turning type of standpoint. Being tired and not having energy, and I'm going to bring it a little bit more into mindset, but complaining all the time for me is kind of a sign that I'm stressed out or that feeling of dread. I'm dreading doing something. Why? Because I just feel so stressed out. And all I want to do is just sit down and do nothing, right? Like those are totally signs that you're sitting there and your body's, you just need to take a break. You just need to stop. Um, also when you get snippy, right? So hangry too is another thing that you had mentioned on our episode on my podcast, but when you're getting hangrier, when you're getting snippy or cranky and your patience is starting to go low, that's totally a sign that, Hey, you kind of have a lot going on right now and you're starting to get a little bit stressed. So when you're not being able to show up for other people in the way that you would want to, so you're not showing up in kindness or with love, you're kind of just showing up and being like, all right, come on, get through, like rush. I need you to talk faster. Like you're not fully being present. Those are definitely signs of being stressed out and anger, <laughs> a lot of emotions clearly, but yeah, um, yeah. yeah. And then also not being able to sleep from like another physical perspective, just insomnia or tossing and turning um, and persistent thoughts. Huge not one, yeah. Your mind off. Yeah, and I think it's honestly like the driver of so many chronic diseases nowadays and just health problems in general. And I think a lot of people don't realize is that, okay, it might be stress from like too much work or being overwhelmed because you literally don't have like five minutes to yourself every day. But there's also stressors that accumulate like, toxins and bad diet and like if you're not exercising or if you're over exercising like those all accumulate too so I think a lot of people forget that it's not just like the emotional component it's actually like the physical things as well so yeah it's 
everybody is stressed these days, but it's really managing it properly, especially when we are in those moments like you experienced when you were 15 um, with a really like either like a life-threatening condition or bad news. Um, that can be really, really difficult. So how would you say we can manage stress and promote healing when we are faced with bad news or life-threatening, um, you know, life-threatening condition or we're just in a really bad place, how can we kind of shift that or use the stress in a more strategic way? I think that, you know, it's about getting into a higher vibration, which you would know from Abraham Hicks, right? Mm -hmm. It's about about acknowledging what is, right? And allowing all the feelings to come up. Don't repress them. Don't sit here and think, oh, I shouldn't feel this way or blah, blah, blah. Don't ask other people their opinions. Don't try to justify how you are feeling. Just if you get the bad news, feel however you feel because that is what is true for you. And allow it to come up because once you face it, when you face all the fears, when you face all the sadness and all the anger, it doesn't have power over you anymore. And it's going to minimize the stress. So with the bad news, just allow the feelings to come up. And the other thing I want you guys to know is that we are human beings that are on journeys and you are still going to encounter feelings more than once. And this is the same type of thing with grief, right? Like you might have, you might find out the news and in this moment you feel really, really awful and it just keeps coming up for you. And then you'll get through it. And then a few days later, you'll have another moment where it comes up for you again. When you have that second moment or third or fourth, just still allow the feelings to come up because it's you processing it. So it's not a one and done. It's not a, oh, I found out the news and now I'm fine and I can move on. Like, no, like it might keep on coming up. Um, And then also just look at it from another side of view and look at what it could be teaching you, what you might be learning from this. And also look at it from a standpoint of this is happening in your life because the universe knows that you are capable capable of handling it. And you may be learning so much by going through this. And so how can you spin it? And how can you get yourself into a a higher vibe frequency? And so that is focusing on things that make you feel good. They do not have to be related to the topic. They can be totally random, but it's, it's watching videos that make you laugh, listening to music that makes you feel good, dancing, being in nature, writing, drawing, painting, playing an instrument, working out, cooking, hanging out with friends. It's like whatever that you can do that's going to make you feel absolutely amazing and get you into a higher vibe state because by you being in that, it's going to keep you from one, feeling bad, also feeling worse, right? Because stress brings down our immune system. So the more we stress ourselves out and the more we worry, we're doing ourselves a disservice. So if you can get to a place where you let the feelings come up and you're capable of just being real with the feelings, just you and them, and call, you can name them, call, make, call your feelings a friend, right? Call them Joe. I don't know. Call them Elena. Like give them a name and be like, all right, and become best friends with them and just be real about that. Then you could just move through it. And that's all that it's about is trying to keep yourself at a higher vibe place. And then that's also going to allow the healing to happen in your body. If you're getting bad news about healing, because bad news, like it's all variable and personal and like specific, but just just acknowledging what it is and not letting it overtake you or like seeing the the worst in it. This is so good. I completely agree. And I think it's, 
Something needs to be said that, I mean, when you are in that place, you feel like, why is this happening to me? And you can be like in victim mode, et cetera. But usually when you hear about these stories where people have gone through things, it's usually the breakthrough is right after it. And as you said, like the universe isn't going to give you something that you can't handle. Um, so yeah, I think it's really important to know that you should feel, shouldn't be ashamed to feel what you are feeling and to really just sit with it. But on the other side of this is usually a breakthrough or there'll be another door, you know? So it's like everything has its own phases in life too. Like we're going to be happy, sad, whatever, but it's not going to always be like sad or depressed, you know, like there's going to be another side to it. So I think that's really important that you mentioned that. Um, and then another thing, I mean, when it comes to healing, you're talking about, you know, positivity and all of that, but I know for me a long time, I was kind of like, yeah, no, this is too woo woo. This is like, you know, cause I want like the scientific facts, but um, I've definitely seen that in my own life. Um, you've seen that in your own life, but if anybody's looking for like scientific evidence about any of this, they definitely need to check out Joe Dispenza cause his books are amazing. And he really does like the experiments and he has the stories and like the scientific research about like how, your thoughts really affect how you can heal. So definitely encourage you to read that. But anyways, moving on. <laughs> um, another thing I want to look into is if you used any like natural remedies or like lifestyle tips that you swear by or any practices for overcoming anxiety in your life. Yes. So lavender oil is one of my go-tos of all times journaling, swear by it, like change mm -hmm. my life in every single way because it's the one time that I get to be really real with myself and it allows me to get everything that's on my chest out of me and onto somewhere else. And I legit can just let it go. So journaling hands down has probably like saved my life in 2012. Um, chamomile tea is one of my favorite things. At one point in my life, I would wake up and have two cups of chamomile tea to start my day. Okay. So that's how badly I needed it. Like I would go to work and drink chamomile tea first thing in the morning while everyone else is drinking coffee. Okay. Um, valerian root is also amazing. So I really like valerian root. Ashwagandha is awesome. I haven't dabbled into CBD oil yet, but I know that it is great, especially if you get a really good brand. I do like gold by Organifi. I love that drink. It's like so tasty and so delicious. So that's another really good one. Um, and also eating in a way that makes you feel good. So for me, it was reducing my sugar. Sugar puts me on an emotional roller coaster. And when I sugar, when I say sugar, I mean all the processed foods. So your muffins, your cookies and cakes and that type of stuff, your refined um, bread products. When it comes to fruit, in my opinion, have all the fruit you want. I think yeah, it has so definitely many read the medical medium, hey? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I, mean, I agree, though. Also, with the medical medium, for me, celery juice has made a difference in my anxiety, in a sense, and my stress levels. I definitely feel a lot more grounded, and so did his liver rescue program. So if we want to get like to that extreme, I do think that those things were really great and impactful for me. But if anyone's looking for just like some quick tips, um, those are some of them. Plus like breathing, taking deep breaths. But if you're similar to me in which breathing can sometimes trigger you, I do mindfulness techniques. So I look at like the colors around me or I will listen to the sounds around me. Like I need something visual. I'll also like focus on my feet. So that's more of um, a mindset mindfulness technique that I'll do when it comes to reducing my anxiety. 
um, baths are always amazing or like, I like to keep my apartment pretty dim light wise, especially at night to kind of help, um, provoke like a, a calming environment and make going to sleep easier. So that's definitely something that'll help you with unwinding. I think those are most of my, I love them. They are so good. So on the last note, if somebody's listening and they're dealing with a lot of stress or even they're in a bad place and they're just facing some really bad news and they don't really know how to get out of the situation or just feel better, um, how, what would you say for them to kind of start off at? What would be a good place for them to start to you know, reduce the stress and just kind of lift the cloud a little bit so that they can kind of, you know, think straight and to be able to heal naturally. I would say that they should connect with themselves first. So get really clear with themselves on how they actually feel. And if that means journaling to figure that out or talking to yourself out loud um, or Yeah, probably those two. Because the thing about journaling and talking to yourself out loud is you can hear or read what it is that you're writing, which makes it different. Like when you actually hear yourself say certain things, it totally gives you a new perspective. Like there are times where I'll be thinking a thought and then I'll say it out loud and then I'll bust out laughing and be like, oh my goodness, you're such an idiot. Why does this matter? I love this. (laughs) Because I talk out loud to myself all the time and I even like, yeah, I make myself laugh. Like it's hilarious. Yeah, and that also lightens it up. Because, like, you'll think about it. You'll be like, oh, my goodness, if this was my best friend talking to me, I'd look at her and be like, you're crazy. Like, (laughs) So you do that with yourself, right? Like, you have that connection with yourself because at the end of the day, you are always with yourself. You are always your own best friend. So I would say first get really clear on how do you feel. And then I would ask yourself, how do I want to feel? a simple question like that. And they kind of see what answer comes up for you. And if you want to feel miserable, or if you want to feel sad and angry, then by all means, keep feeling that way. But if you say to yourself, I want to feel better. Okay. Then the next question is what will make me feel better right now? And that's kind of when you start to make a list of all the things that you like and you enjoy, like your hobbies and the things that make you smile and the things that make you feel good. And then now you have this list And so you can go back and you'd be like, okay, well, I know that I love dancing. I know that these are my top three songs to listen to right now. I like watching cat videos. I like going for a walk. I like whatever. Now you can go through your list and be like, okay, well, what am I, what am I in the mood for right now? All right. Well, it's really cold outside. Screw that. I'm not leaving. Okay. I don't really feel like finding a video. Okay. All right. Well, let me go into my playlist and play this song real quick. So I know it's going to make me smile. And then you can just say, for it. And so it, it's just about the little things. It's just about finding one little thing that's going to put a smile on your face. Thinking of a memory that makes you smile, right? So I would just kind of start off with that and, and kind of also zoom out, right? A lot of times, and this is why therapists exist in this world, a lot of times we encounter something and we have this stress and we are so focused and we're using tunnel vision and we're so narrowed in on what is happening in that one moment with that one thing and we get consumed in it. But it's like, we really have to just step back and open our eyes and open our minds and look at the fact that the sun is freaking shining on our planet in the sense that now we have like grapes and like all, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's a much bigger world out there that is happening. And if we could just zoom out, you can see that this one thing that you're focusing on isn't necessarily the end all be all. And so if you can reframe it and re-put your life into perspective and just even acknowledge and realize the fact that you are here 
on this earth breathing, that in itself is a miracle, right? So definitely kind of remember that there's more to life than what is happening right now in this moment. And there will be more life after this. And also remember your strength, right? Like remember times where you've been in a similar situation and remember how it ended up. Hopefully it ended up amazing. Um, and just keep kind of thinking about that. So definitely taking small steps and just really, it's just focusing on what's going to make you feel good and doing that thing now, like doing it sooner than later, not even waiting. This is gold. Thank you so much. So Crystal, where can we find you so that we can follow everything that you do? Because I am so obsessed. (laughs) (laughs) I am on all the social medias. You can find me on Instagram at Crystal Ray. So my name is spelled super complicated. It is K-H-R-Y-S-T-L-E-R-E-A. I'm on Facebook still with the same name, on YouTube with the same name. You can also find me in my Facebook group, A Blissfully Balanced Life. I do have a podcast called A Blissfully blissfully balanced life podcast. And my website is crystalray.com. So I am on a lot of different places doing a lot of different things, but yeah, I'm here. Cool. So I will put the links in the bio and the show notes um, to make sure that everybody can find you. Thank you so much for coming on. I love this discussion with you and we're so happy that you were able to come on today. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. I hope you loved it. As usual, if you enjoy the episode, the podcast, I always appreciate a rating and review on iTunes. All you have to do is click on the podcast, scroll down to the bottom, and then you can rate or review. Really appreciate that from you guys and your support and for listening. Thank you so much. I just want to go into some things we mentioned on the podcast. First of all, for the Joe Dispenza books, especially understanding how the mind affects the body and looking more into the science. For all of you nerds out there like me, um, his books are fantastic. So if you click on my website, laurence-anez.com, click on shop. I have my favorite books there, so you can check him out, as well as some other books that I really, really like. And then Organifi, one of my favorite um, drink elixirs that's really great for reducing stress, anxiety, and helping with sleep. So I love the turmeric reishi mix um, that I make into like sort of a latte drink before bedtime. It really helps send you out and help with sleep as well. They have so many different mixes as well. Um, they have a chocolate one. So check it out. You can get 15% off with my code Laurence15. Uh, all of the links will be in the show notes. Otherwise, you can check that out on my website. Everything is there. Um, so definitely check that out if you are dealing with stress and anxiety or trouble sleeping. That's really been helpful for me. Otherwise, thank you for listening and we'll see you guys next week.